You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing today? Pretty good. Okay. Yeah. You too, Tiny. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize I was opening the show. So, uh, have you had a good week? It's been all right. How's your week been? Uh, it's been hectic, but good. Yeah, it's uh, not a bad week at all. You know, trying to get the grass mowed. It's been an ongoing saga in my life for the past week. So, but hopefully, I'll get it finished today, and everybody will get off of my back about it. So, <laughs> you know, by everybody, I mean someone specifically who no longer listens to the podcast. So. You're just gonna put this out. I'm, I'm gonna out the I'm gonna add a nugget. <laughs> To each episode, and to, so I'll know when she comes back and starts listening again, because then I'll hear about hear about it at home. <laughs> right? So, yeah, that's my new plan. So, I, t- I will say this: my advice to anyone out there starting a podcast, you know, my number one tip would be do it because yeah. it's a lot of fun. You'll yeah. learn a lot, and it's just a lot of fun to do a podcast. Uh, two, all your friends who say that they'll listen. <laughs> You'll get maybe half of those people oh, yeah. who yeah. actually will check I'm out like an episode or two. Probably 20%. <laughs> yeah. But I found out that another guy at work has started listening too. So awesome. Shout out to John. He's a, he's a good dude. Probably one of my favorite people to work with. So him and Lindsay both uh, are really the t- my two favorite people at work anyways. So. <laughs> right. And since nobody else at work listens, yeah. I can say that out loud. So. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm glad. Thank them for li- listening. So. Uh, you got good stories this week, man. I know we've had a lot. <laughs> we there the inbox was full this week, right. and we tried to pare it down a little bit. We have an update on the pooper intendant. Oh yeah, and we have a guy who legally changed his sex so he could save on car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's gaming the system right there. Yeah, I like that. Um, I got a burglar who woke up a couple to ask to use their Wi-Fi network. <laughs> <laughs> he was stealing internet he yeah. was stealing bandwidth that's right yes and my um let's see how how would he be what would he be uh my cousin-in-law steven posted this one in the facebook group uh which is the uh, egypt zoo was accused of painting a donkey like a zebra so um but yeah let's uh let's get it kicked off though well actually before i get that i want to discuss i didn't even talk to you about this i meant to the video of, of the McDonald's lady. Oh, snap. That's really, if you have Shout out to Wilts. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Wilts who put it up. If you haven't watched that video, like if you, <laughs> you've been in a hole on the internet, because it was everywhere, um, there's a video of a McDonald's manager. It appears to be a manager. She has a collared shirt right. on. And a customer getting into a brawl, two ladies in a brawl. And the McDonald's manager, yeah, I'm in... I, she is something else. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, she is 
She's something else. That's the only thing I can say. She takes a tray to the face and doesn't even check up. <laughs> she punches the other girl so hard that her hair comes out of a bun, like the girl getting punched. <laughs> yeah. Her hair just falls out of the bun, you know? And uh, she's an absolute unit. I mean, I'm in awe of the size of this lass. She I was would, amazing. I would like to just say to everyone out there, uh, don't throw milkshakes at the yeah, management. Right. Yeah, look. They have a tough enough time. <laughs> Real tough job. And I love Wilt's comment where he said the most surprising thing about this story is that their shake machine was working. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but. Uh, that that girl got beat down, all oh, right. Man. And then the like assistant manager, other worker, like finally is helping her out, and, like pulling them apart. And then she starts the customer starts trying to fight her, and she takes about three more jabs to the Ooh. face from the assistant manager. Ooh. Like you picked the wrong McDonald's to mess around in this week because <laughs> they were not having it. They were fed up. But even after it's all over with. She's still hollering like, you better not mess with me. You know, and I'm like, you just got through around like a rag doll <laughs> in McDonald's and you're still acting like you're tough, you know, man. But yeah, check it out just to see that manager because she is something else. I mean, like I said in the Facebook group, she's got good lateral movement, a good burst <laughs> off the ball. And I would like to see her on our defensive line. She could be Mount Cody. She's yeah. Mount Cody's size. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's probably, you know, she's a big old girl and she was, she was bringing the hay. And uh, she moves fast, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, she closed. I, I don't think I could punch no. that fast. <laughs> no. And from the counter to where the girl was sitting, you know, we've all been at McDonald's before. It's probably a good, you know, 10, 15 yards, maybe 10 yards. And she closed that ground fast. Mm. I mean, good initial burst off the ball. <laughs> and uh, she just comes around there, takes a tray to the face. It doesn't even phase her, you know. Man. she That's <laughs> – Probably not the only tray she shoved in her face, <laughs> shoved in her face before. But anyways, um, you want to start it off? You want me to start, I'll start off? it off? All right. Oregon woman finds cougar in the living room, Ooh. which I mean that's a decent headline, but yeah. that's not all. Right. Uh, she says telepathy helped her to get the cougar out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Oregon, and this is such an Oregon story. Yeah. You're gonna love this. Shout out to my cousin Casey who lives out there too, and shout out to uh, Johnny McMahon. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he lives out there. He yeah, our Johnny. They should hook up. I mean, they should meet. meet they up. should. Yeah, they'd probably get along. An Oregon woman who found a mountain liner in the living room says she relied on, quote, frequency and attunement, feline speak and eye blinking and telepathy to calm the animal and safely guide it out after it took a six-hour nap behind the couch. (laughs) Six-hour nap? (laughs) That's a long time to have a cougar in your house. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. I would have called animal control long before that. If it's asleep, you know, you just... I don't know. I mean, maybe she probably doesn't have like a rifle or something, but I just have shot it while it was asleep. Well, I mean, yes, but then you got to deal with the legal repercussions. Say, yeah, is, that like yeah. A, is it like an endangered or protected animal or something like that? Yeah, you're not supposed to. Now, well, I, I, it may vary state by state. I yeah. know what we don't have them in Alabama, but if you see one in Alabama, right. you better leave it alone. It better be. Some people it better say be we on do. you right. yeah. <laughs> before you go shooting yeah. it. Some people say we have them in Alabama, but I've right. never seen one, so. But uh, anyway, it says here, this is wild. Lauren Taylor of Ashland posted on Facebook at the beginning of July. Taylor, who was not immediately available for comment, wrote about her encounter with a wild animal on social media platforms, saying, the animal entered the household after drinking a fountain pond near the back door. Taylor said the cougar entered through the open door and said it was likely unaware that it was walking indoors at first because of plants and stairs built around tree branches. 
So I'm assuming she has a front porch and she's kind of yeah, done it up all, with plants yeah. and all this other stuff. And this cougar thinks it's just yeah. Oh man, this is a nice area. Probably had like some woods. cedar handrail, you know, like cedar <laughs> limb handrails yeah. and stuff. Yeah. The housemate shouted after seeing the animal, and Taylor said the cougar was agitated and tried to leave through a closed window. So I guess it just yeah, right. <laughs> hit its face it's on the window. There. <laughs> yeah, you may be a predator, but you're not smart enough to figure out a window. <laughs> it went and hid behind the sofa. Taylor went to check on the animal a bit later, and she found it asleep. When I made a noise, she woke up and looked startled. So I consciously raised my frequency. Oh, okay. And I gazed lovingly into her eyes and communicated through feline speak, eye blinking to calm her. So is that like Morse code for cats? Oh, no, I've never heard of that. <laughs> I haven't either. I'm going to try it with my cat. <laughs> Taylor wrote on Facebook, it was amazing to realize that this worked. I gazed lovingly and then blinked hard, and she did. She blinked back, and then she went back to sleep. So she, I guess that, that cougar's like, oh, yeah. she's talking my language. Yeah, this is yeah, cool. No, it's cool. <laughs> Taylor explained in her post that cats are extremely psychic and perceptive of energy. Okay. Which I was not. I knew that. I knew that they see ghosts. Yeah, right. I didn't know that's they why were they run around in the middle of the night. Yeah, <laughs> which maybe that's connected. I don't know. <laughs> Before dawn, Taylor said she sent the animal telepathic pictures of routes out of the house and then up into the hills, and then she woke the animal up with drumming. So <laughs> wow, it's a, a bold move, Cotton. Yeah, right. That's huge. I get grumpy when I get woke up, and I'm not a cougar. Man, I wonder what that. I wonder what that sounded like. I don't know. You got some. You got some. Hold sound. on a second. Let me see if I can find something. Uh, oh, it's good radio right here. That's why it's a podcast, so I can <laughs> cut all this down. I'm a fan of leaving it. <laughs> Doggone it! I, I just it we're just actually sounds- mentally telepathically sending you drum sounds to everyone who's <laughs> listening to this right now. I blinked really hard a couple of times. <laughs> well, um, hold on a second. Maybe I don't. Hold on. <laughs> Check this out. I got it. I got it. Oh, we're coming. It's coming. <laughs> okay. I think that's how she. <laughs> you think that's that's what the, yes. the cougar woke up to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she roused and knew just what to do. Walking out through the open doors, through the yard, across the creek, and through the empty field behind us, exactly as we had shown her, Taylor wrote. Taylor said she had extensive uh, experience with energy and animals, but she does not suggest people seek out encounters with mountain lions. No, no. Solid advice. Yeah. Uh, she May she stay safely in the hills and enjoy a long life as a wild, healthy lion, Taylor said. Okay. All right. Okay, and then just from the... From the authorities here, should you encounter a cougar, officials say make yourself appear bigger by putting your arms up or out and make noise to shoo the animal away. Turning around and running may make you appear like prey. Yeah, right. You don't want to run. Yeah. Yeah. Like even a house. So I guess this lady, she did everything she was supposed to do with, you know, feline speak and telepathically communicating (laughs) with the animal. Blinking. The only thing she, I guess she could have done is make herself look bigger. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't know. Uh, well done, Taylor. <laughs> I, I think, you know, number one, I, my first plan would have been to shoot it. You know? <laughs> um, 
Because I think it kill you, you know. Like a, we're no match for a cougar, you know, right. without a weapon. It it just kill, they're they're built to kill. You well, know? with your kids in the house, right? You yeah. know, you don't want you don't want your you know eight year old going up right. kitty. You but know. Secondly, you open up a pack of steaks and throw one out on the porch, <laughs> you know, and just let it get that little steak smell in his nostrils, and it'll go out there to eat, and then yeah. you shut the door behind it if you don't want to kill it but mm-hmm. i'd like to tell everybody i killed a cougar in my house if so. i was single i would like to you know throw that steak in the bathroom <laughs> and, you know trap it in the bathroom <laughs> and then when some next time somebody's over be like hey you know bathroom's over there here's a fun prank <laughs> getting mauled by a cougar <laughs> <laughs> yes um I, I bet you this lady she's probably big into yoga you know, right? I'm sure she was. I don't even have to. I, I don't even know what she looks like, but I guarantee you she was into yoga, and she probably would have gotten gotten along well with the next guy from this next story, which comes out of CBS Boston. Um, the headline is: Police say a naked man arrested at Planet Fitness said he thought he was in a judgment free zone. <laughs> so we know that's Planet Fitness Fitness's slogan, right? Um, a Massachusetts man apparently learned the hard way that the judgment-free zone philosophy at Planet Fitness only goes so far. Police say 34-year-old Eric Stagno, uh, too old to be doing this, uh, was walking around naked at the Plainstow gym before settling in on the gym <laughs> yoga mat. So not, he wasn't in the locker room. He was no. walking around in the main Yeah, he came on out <laughs> naked. Area. Um, officers arrived at the Planet Fitness uh, to find him nude on his knees in a yoga-type position. The Harville man was arrested without incident and charged with indecent exposure slash lewdness and disorderly conduct. Now, if you look at his whip or his mugshot, it looks exactly like you would think he looked. You <laughs> yes. Know? Exactly. Um, the only statement again, he, Mr. Mister Coutrere, he, he threw that up in the Facebook right, yeah. group. So check out our Facebook group if you want to see a picture. <laughs> the only statement that he made was that he thought it was a judgment-free zone. <laughs> 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 Apparently referencing the chain slogan, Police Captain Brett Morgan told WBZ-TV. Gym goers who saw Stagno's naked exercise reported feeling disgusted, <laughs> sick, and unsafe, Morgan said. Okay, I don't want to see a guy doing naked yoga either, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know how I feel unsafe. You know, yeah. maybe I mean if you're a female, there's a lot of weirdos out there. That's true. I could understand that. But as a dude. As a six foot five, yeah. you know, three hundred pound man, yeah. I, I I wouldn't feel unsafe about it. Well, as a five ten and I'm not sure how much I weigh, but more than I'm <laughs> supposed to weigh, yeah. I wouldn't feel uncomfortable. I mean, I wouldn't feel unsafe. Now I might be disgusted depending on what poses he was doing. <laughs> you know? You know, a downward facing dog, that's no good for anybody. All right. <laughs> Happy baby. Yeah, right. Any of that. It's not a happy baby. No. Um, But he was released on a $1,000 bail, which is pretty cheap if you ask me, and is due in uh, Plastico's Circuit Court on September 21st. So we'll have to keep an eye out and see how his defense goes uh, through the legal process. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he just was trying to do a little yoga at the Planet Fitness, which I feel like. Yoga is a type of thing that you could do at your house. My cousin Casey, who I just referenced a little while ago, she's big into yoga, like super awesome at okay. it too. Now I don't, I don't know a lot about yoga, but I mean, she does some. She like twist up like a pretzel and stand on her head and stuff. It's pretty <laughs> awesome, you know. All right. 
I can't. I don't know that I can do yoga. I would. I feel like I would enjoy yoga because I like to stretch. You know, like wake mm-hmm. up in the morning. Stretching is one of the greatest feelings in the world. But I, I don't know that I could pull it off in like a group setting without yeah. you know passing gas and ripping my tights <laughs> or whatever else there is to do there. You know, so. Uh, but I feel like you don't have to get naked and go to the Planet Fitness. You can do that at home. You know, like right. you don't need weights or anything else. You can just do it right there in your floor. So well, they probably have better energy at the, maybe the so. gym for that kind of thing, right? Or I mean, he could have been on a lot of drugs or something. And yeah, just like I'm just gonna go in here and take my clothes. Which off. there's part of me that I mean, they do say it's a judgment free zone. Right. right. I kind of I kind of feel sorry for the guy, but you know, just word <laughs> I, to the wise: there's no such thing as a judgment free no, zone. It right. don't matter where you yes. are right if you're alone you're probably going to be judging yourself at some yeah. point no matter where right. you are somebody somewhere is judging you. yeah no yeah most definitely even especially if, now during the age of the internet right yeah <laughs> even if you get one of those tattoos that says only god can judge me someone's judging you, you right. know? i mean i hate that they're not they're not they're in a, there may not be any authority right to yes. their judgment right but, but they're laying it down yes. i promise you right yeah <laughs> right and I will say again, if only God can judge you, which, you know, that's a popular slogan people have, that should make you very afraid, you know? <laughs> right. Like, you should be really scared and do something to change your life, you know? Because I would honestly, you know, even though it may be more harsh, I would rather the nameless internet troll yeah. be judging me because <laughs> the worst is going to happen is he, you know, types some mean stuff yeah, hurts on my, my forums. <laughs> right, yes, yeah. right, yeah. Uh, so... Anyways, uh, word of the wise, don't get naked and do yoga in Planet Fitness. That is apparently frowned upon. I thought it was America, and you could do what you wanted to. <laughs> but uh, you can't go into Planet Fitness and do naked yoga, which is uh, which is sad. You know, I thought this is the land of the free, but whatever. <laughs> but nobody wants to see your... Downward dog. Yeah, nobody wants to see your bits while you're doing <laughs> your different poses, so... Oh, man. Our next story here. Alberta man changes sex to get cheaper insurance for okay. a Chevrolet cruise. I knew this was going to start happening. Yes. I mean, I did, too. I, I I don't know that I predicted it on the podcast, but I was like, you know. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time for somebody that's like, I'm going to game the system with this. So, yeah. And, I mean, you know, I say more power to him. Yeah. If, 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 if this is what we're going to do. If society is going right. to let him get away with this, good yeah. for you. Good I'm going to identify all my kids when they turn 16 <laughs> as females. Don't you get, you know, lower inter- uh, inter- in- uh, insurance rates if you're a female, even when you're like a teenager, right? Yes, yeah. that's true. I, mean, in, I don't know fact, because I've always been a man. Well, I think that, that's actually what now he, the guy wasn't a teenager, but this is what happened yeah. here. Check this out. In Canada, a man from Alberta became famous on social media for changing his sex to buy cheaper insurance for a car he wanted to buy. He changed his gender because women in Canada pay lesser amount for car insurances than men. Yeah. So, and there's a reason for that, by the way. Yeah. Because it's, men it's do not, stupid stuff. You know. Yeah, exactly. It's. I mean, it's not sexist, although in the world we're living in now, I right. feel like someone should be able to accuse him of that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. Because I guarantee you, if let's just for. Let's just say, okay, what if car insurances, um, and this is a, this is a hypothetical, <laughs> but what if car insurance rates were higher for, uh, Asian people? Right. Yeah. They would immediately okay. be accused oh, of being Oh, easy, 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 <laughs> easy time. Uh, hypothetical. This yes. is just hypothetical. Yeah, right. Well, 
Um, <laughs> but, yeah, in general, men are a little less responsible and take a little more risk, so our insurance rates are higher. In turn, we make more per hour than women <laughs> to balance that out, you know. Yeah. So I guess it all equals out in the end. <laughs> Plus, let's not ignore the fact that if there's any sort of natural disaster – you know, if we're on the Titanic and it starts going down, women and children get to get on the boats and I have to stay behind, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that's like a $3 per hour surcharge, you know? <laughs> yeah. So let's just throw that out there. That's a joke, by the way. It's not even my joke. I heard a comedian say that once. So. Well, anyway, a 23-year-old Canadian man from Alberta has redefined the meaning of going to all lengths to save money. He became a woman in order to get cheaper insurance for a car. Uh, but why did he become a woman? Well, in Canada, according to the Insurance Bureau of the Nation, um, I had no idea they wow. had a whole bureau oh, for that up it's there. It's all socialists up there, you know. The women under age 25 pay less of a premium for their car insurance than men, as the latter are more likely to meet with an accident. When the man asked the insurance company about the amount he would have to pay if he bought a cruise, they told him it would cost him about $4,500 a year. Okay. Uh, he said he was angry and he didn't feel like... <laughs> He didn't feel like getting screwed over anymore. I got you. So while discussing the various aspects of his insurance, he asked the insurer a question. How much does a woman have to pay for insurance? And the answer shocked him. A woman in her 20s pays $1,100 a year. Wow. That's, so a, that's quite, quite a difference. difference. <laughs> yeah. So he asked the company to change his gender on the auto policy, but they said no. Oh. Well, he was not to be. Right. He was not to be denied. He found a loophole in the system. He figured that the insurance policy can only reflect the gender change when it's changed on the concerned person's birth certificate and driver's license. Mm -hmm. So what did he do next? He then found out what he needed, what needed to be done to get his gender changed on his birth certificate and on his driver's license. All right. He only needed a doctor's letter confirming that he was no longer a man and he wanted to be identified as a woman. Okay. So no surgery or anything. Yeah, just I'm just identifying yeah, I'm as ident a woman. I'm, a, I'm identifying as a woman now. I'm an ugly woman. Yeah. <laughs> According to CBC, he got a letter from the doctor and he sent it to the authorities with other, some other documents. Soon he received his revised birth certificate, which said that he was a female. Uh, I did it for cheaper insurance. I'm a man, 100%. Legally, I'm a woman, and I'm paying $1,100 a year. <laughs> I just saved $3,400 on my insurance by switching my gender. <laughs> I'm switching my gender to... Well, I was going to try to work a Geico commercial in there, right. but I can't do it. Hats off to him. You yeah. Know? I mean, he went through the effort to do that. And, I mean, if... Really? If you live in Canada, yeah. all men should change their yeah, genders right. to women. And it's going to screw their insurance <laughs> all up, you know? It's really going to mess everything up because even if you identify as a woman but you're still a man, you still might take your, you know, Chevy Cruze uh, and try to jump it over the railroad tracks and wreck <laughs> yeah. it or whatever, you know? So again, do you ever jump the railroad tracks in Fayette over oh, yeah. by the co-op? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Right. Fun stuff. You know, <laughs> my friend Robert Deloach had a little like Toyota. I don't remember what it was. We called it the egg. It was like a hatchback and we would zoom that thing over. It was awesome. I learned a very important lesson when I was a teenager and, that stuff's fun, but don't do it in the car that your dad gets you. <laughs> you know, do it in somebody else's. Well, my, my 1976 Malibu was too heavy to come off the ground. That thing was like solid steel with a huge engine, and it was you would have to go 300 miles per hour to get airborne on it, so it really wouldn't do it. But, but anyway, Lord forgive me. I love yeah. chaos. Yeah, I, my right. advice to all the men in Canada, every one of you, go legally become a woman. Right. 
Yeah. Let's see what happens. Well, and you know, you already see them problems. Which look, if you're if you're listening to this and um, you know you're like transitioning or doing whatever, I mean, more power to you. you do what you want to do. You know, I'm not the authority on who <laughs> needs to be what in the right. world. But there are some inherent problems that will come along with it. You've seen like uh, in high school wrestling, like guys that have identified as women, like dominate. So they can, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, you know, getting scholarships or whatever. They're winning track. And they're dominating. Yeah. I mean, just dominating. I mean, blowing the competition, setting records. And we always like to hear one side of the political spectrum talk about fair. I don't think that's fair. No, no. You know? Well, I mean, in a way, if you want to say it's fair, you know, Let's just eliminate uh, what, why have the WNBA and the NBA? Let's just eliminate <laughs> it and let's put them all together and whoever's the best will be playing. <laughs> right. Now I guarantee you it'll probably be the guys because the guys are like jumping and flipping and dunking and doing all kind <laughs> of crazy stuff. And that's nothing against women. Now women's basketball is great if you enjoy women's basketball. I happen to not enjoy women's basketball. So I'm not, I can't sit here and advocate for why women's basketball is great. I don't want to see a bunch of layups and bounce passes. I want to see people <laughs> flying through the rafters and dunking and hanging on the rim and doing all that, you know. But, I mean, if you're into women's basketball and you appreciate women's basketball, that's great. You all know? 50 of you. Yeah, I mean, whoever's out there. I don't know. I saw one of the uh, one of the stars of the WNBA said a while back, you know, that they should be she should be making as much money as LeBron makes, you know. <laughs> Because it's, it's unequal and all that, you know. Right. But I, I mean, of course, she's not going to listen to, you know, old white guy from Alabama or anything. <laughs> but I wanted to send her a letter and be like, hey, LeBron brings in like millions, if not billions of dollars over mm-hmm. his career in revenue for the teams he plays for. And you're not doing that. Now, that's nothing against you or the skill set that you have. You would beat me in a game of one-on-one so quick. I mean, you would dominate me, you know. But the thing is, is you got to sell tickets. You got to bring in the same viewers that LeBron's bringing in before you get that. And merchandise sales. I mean, you got to think about advertising revenue that comes in. I mean, everything is all tied into, like, a star like LeBron, you know. But, I mean, I can see where if you're like – And I think – you know, some guys at work were talking about this. I think, you know, the NFL, aren't yeah. they like, as far as, as, far as uh, professional players are, are paid, aren't they one of the lower tiers? Oh, yeah, like a baseball, yeah. is, baseball is where makes, the money's at. Yeah. Baseball and then NBA. And, and you think the about NFL. the physical toll that yeah. football is taking on your body. Right. I mean, everybody's getting concussions. Oh, right. Yeah. All this stuff. Torn getting up brain knees. damage, yeah. torn up knees. Yeah. You can go play baseball. Right. and. You know, now if you're a pitcher, I realize that that's going to take a toll on your, you know, yes. on your arm. But, you know, there's a lot of positions you can play in baseball and you don't have that same physical right. toll and you're making more money. And you're making way more money. Again, it's, it's capitalism. It's all about yeah. how much money are you, how, how valuable are you right. as a source of revenue, right. basically. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, uh, if I had a kid, if I had have been, if I could have passed out athletic DNA to my children, you know, <laughs> I, as much as I love football, I would have recommended them play in baseball for that reason. Your career is going to be longer. You can make more money. And, uh, and that seems like a win win to me. It seems like the smart business move, you know, but I didn't, none of my kids are athletic. So we didn't have to worry about having those conversations. Right. So, but yeah, I love football, but I wouldn't recommend my kids playing it. Not because I'm afraid they would get hurt or they would be brain dead at the end. Just there's more money in baseball. Yeah. So play yeah. baseball. You know, seems mm-hmm. simple. If you can't play baseball, play in the NBA because. 
you're going to tear up your feet and your knees, but you're going to make a whole lot more money than you will in football. So yeah, even if you're like the last player on the bench, you're going to make more money than just about everybody in football. The NBA has some huge contracts. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, the Atlanta Hawks signed um, Carmelo Anthony. Mm-hmm. Was it Carmelo Anthony? I think it was Carmelo Anthony. And uh, for twenty or like eight, you know, took his contract. They traded for him. And uh, he's owed $23 million. They're not even going to let him play. They're just paying him $23 million, and then he can go sign with somebody else. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. That's incredible. Yeah, you get that much money for doing nothing. It was something like that. I don't remember the exact number. That money is not for podcasters. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But wait, I mean, we're going to be like the Michael Jordan of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty much already are. We're just we're back in like, you know, he was cut from his eighth grade basketball team. That's where we are right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, so we're going to come back and then be the greatest ever. Well, this next story here. Japan's Inga City uh, does not need ninjas after reports that it was hiring. Did you see this? No, I didn't see that. Okay, uh, there's a city in Japan called Inga, and this is the birthplace of the ninja. Okay. You know, this is yeah. the area of Japan where all that... All the ninja stuff all came that, from. All that sprung from. Yeah. And I remember here a while back, uh, there's a story about there's this, uh, there's this elderly gentleman who... He's like the last of like this long yeah, line right. yeah. of ninjas, and uh-huh. and you know a lot of people say that you know technically he is the last ninja. Oh, you know, okay. like after he passes on, he hasn't passed on his skills to anyone else. He's you know the last ninja from from him. You know, after he goes, after he you know kicks the bucket, there's no more. He after he goes to that great dojo in the sky. <laughs> All ninjas from then on are posers. You know, they're not real right. ninjas who were, you know, ninja trained, trained in a ninja dojo from a ninja line from yeah. an ancient ninja clan. He's right. the last. He's the last one. Yeah. That's a movie right there. <laughs> it really I is. Mean, it is. The Last Ninja. The Last Ninja. That's a great title. <laughs> and then you have him like defending the honor of Japan by himself. He finds like a little kid to teach all his skills to. Kind of karate kiddish. You, you know? know what? Let's stop the podcast right now and start working Let's on write the script. That movie. Yeah, right. Let's start Let's working do on the script Let's right do now. It. Don't steal our idea. Copyright. <laughs> Copyright. I think that's all you have to say for it to work. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, well, you know, last week, you know, it came out that, you know, there was a ninja shortage. Oh, yeah. NPR did, did a story on it. Yeah. And uh, that was actually in the inbox, but then apparently it's come. Apparently they were like flooded with applications. <laughs> people, want people wanting to be ninjas. You got guys like me trying to sign up. <laughs> yeah. I always want to be a ninja. I got throwing stars. <laughs> oh man, those throwing stars that you used to get at Tanny Hill. Oh yeah, we like at a flea market. They're the greatest thing ever. <laughs> we're the best. One of my college roommate, uh, Randy Johnson. Uh, I don't. I doubt Randy listens because he's much too cool to listen. But uh, his kids have th- he, they throw hatchets and stuff, and they have throwing stars. He put a video up of them throwing throwing stars the other day, and I was like, man, I want to go to a flea market and buy some. I actually some. had a ninja magazine that like oh, showed yeah, yeah. <laughs> had the pictures for how you throw a, nin- a shuriken, nice. yeah, you know, and all this stuff. Beautiful, yeah, that's awesome. And my roommate, he had a little pamphlet. It was uh, the art of ninja invisibility, and it had oh. all kinds of like hiding. How you hide techniques? How oh, you hide in plain sight? I'd be trying all, all that. Stuff. <laughs> yes. He's standing behind a pot of. We're all. <laughs> we were like, man, we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna read this and become the best at laser tag. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, a Japanese city has been forced to clarify it is not, in fact, recruiting ninjas, following reports that it was facing a shortage of the skilled assassins. Okay. 
Which my first question is, why not? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just get more. Yeah. Earth Oddity, hey, we're recruiting ninjas. <laughs> you ninjas out there? Y'all want to join our ninja you army? Join our ninja army? Yeah. Send in your resumes. I think we get labeled as a militia real quick. <laughs> yeah. It's like we said, we're like. Even if there's no guns, it's like throwing stars and nunchucks. Right. We're dangerous anyways because we're white <laughs> and we're man and we're married and we're Christian. So if we were, to, if it gets out that we're recruiting a ninja army, we're going to be on some sort of watch list for so quick. <laughs> the Earth Oddity Militia based out of Alabama. That sounds scary. Earth Oddity Ninja Clan. <laughs> yes. That sounds scary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Local officials in Inga, which styles itself as the birthplace of ninjadom, has received a flood of applications from the world. <laughs> the mix-up apparently began with a report by a U.S. broadcaster. It was NPR. They did yeah. a story about it. Uh, on the 16th of July, NPR reported in its indicator from Planet Money podcast that Inga was struggling to expand its ninja-based tourism strategy because of a labor shortage. Oh. Inga will build a second ninja, ninja museum, but faces a labor shortage, which also extends to ninjas, said journalist Sally Herships in the NPR podcast. There's a ninja shortage, or to be accurate, a ninja performer shortage. Oh, uh, you know, okay. Yeah. There's only one more ninja. These are all the posers we were yeah, talking about. Right, yeah. Ms. Herships also added that ninja performers in Japan could make anywhere between 23000 and 85000 a year. Wow. That's a huge gap. Sign me up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but if I can get on that upper end, I'd be fine with that. I was about to say, I mean, I wonder how far you, if you, if you hire in at 23000 a year, how many years how many, you got to get How in? many people you have to behead before you get 85000 you know? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> how many assassinations do you have to, do you have to make before you, you're on the upper, uh, upper end? The 85K to wear your like little black pajamas around all day is not too bad. <laughs> well, remember, you got to kill people too. Yeah, you can't well, be seen. Yeah, well, I mean. And video cameras nowadays. It's going to be tough. It's going to be it's, be it's never tough. been harder to be a ninja. Than That's it is true. Now. That's very true. Yeah. That's, as the pooper intended found out. <laughs> the NPR podcast fueled a frenzy of online reports, with many suggesting that the city was looking to hire ninja, ninjas. NPR later said that a summary of its podcast had been incorrectly stated and that the story may have been misunderstood. Oh. Hmm. NPR had posted a summary which said that Inga is facing a serious problem and there aren't enough people trained to be ninjas, not even for 85K a year. The characterization was incorrect. An NPR spokesperson told the BBC after the story was posted online, portions of the story may have been misconstrued on social media or abridged in other media outlets. Oh, you mean people on social media don't, <laughs> they get something wrong? They yeah. maybe only read a headline and then hit share or something? Like that. Wow, I'm yeah. stunned. I'm shocked. <laughs> But those reports led to at least 115 ninja hopefuls from 23 countries to contact Inga officials inquiring about a possible job. Okay. <laughs> Most were questions about whether they were really hiring, but there were a few that begged us to employ them and tried to promote themselves. <laughs> Tourism strategy official Motoyoshi Sami told Reuters News Agency. It's a good job on that name. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Some had real confidence in their bodies and strength. Inga has wasted no time in capitalizing on the confusion, turning it to its advantage. In its statement, it extolled the virtues of its splendid tourist attractions, including facilities about ninjas. Besides the first ninja museum, the central Japanese city also has several ninja costume rental shops. All right. And holds a yearly ninja festival where visitors can throw ninja stars and use blowguns, according to the tourism website. 
Big blowgun fan. Yeah, Inga is not officially hiring, but this is where ninjas originated, the city said in a statement. You can feel the experience. You can feel and experience their history throughout the city, so please visit Inga. Yeah, that's what I would say. You just got to flip this around, get some people coming in. <laughs> yeah. Or you just say, hey, guys, come on over. The application process is you go to all of our museums. You mm-hmm. go to you get to practice with the blowgun, you know, for a fee of $1,000, and then we'll let you know <laughs> if you made it. Yeah. Okay. You got to have a ninja summer camp for all oh, the kids. Yeah. Like, there's a space camp. Yeah. There's, I mean, you know, if you're in sports, there's, like, quarterback camp and all this stuff. Yes. You got to have a ninja yeah. camp. Well, and then they have, uh, like, fantasy camp. So, if you're, like, our age and say you're really into baseball, you can sign up and go to, like, Braves fantasy camp. You get to hang out with Del Murphy <laughs> yeah. and Glenn Hubbard and Bob Horner and all those guys, the Negro brothers and everything, and pretend you're playing baseball, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Go out and take – you know, batting practice with Dale Murphy, you know. By the way, Dale Murphy, greatest Mormon athlete of all time. I just like to throw that out there for everybody. <laughs> um, you may want to throw out Steve Young, but you're wrong, okay? <laughs> or uh, the Bears quarterback, whatever his name was, Jim McMahon. McMahon he, you know, no, Dale Murphy's better than all of them. So <laughs> he's the greatest Mormon athlete. Two-time NL MVP, you know, for the Braves, which were horrible at the time. So. Yeah. Just want to throw that out there. Never did steroids or anything. Great guy. Loved his family. Good dude. Dale Murphy's awesome. So that's my commercial for Dale Murphy. <laughs> but there is a whole culture of kids my age. Well, yeah. we're not kids anymore who grew up watching the Braves on TBS. At and like, they want to go to camp. Yeah, and they'll go to that camp. And they'll pay untold amount of money to go and get to hang out with their stars. So yeah. Uh, now you can go do ninja camp. I mean, I think we just came up with a good idea. I was about to say, you know, coming summer 2019, yeah. Earth Oddity Podcast Ninja Camp. Ninja Camp, right. You know, and all you ninjas out there, to, I mean, hey, Inga's, they don't want you, but we do. No, yeah. Well, really, the birthplace of American ninja is <laughs> Tuscaloosa, Alabama. All right. Everybody knows that. That's common knowledge. So uh, you just come on down to our camp. We'll feed you hot dogs. You can. And we, will pay your you, and, and we will pay you 85k a year yeah, right. in odd coin. In odd coin. Okay, so moving along, this comes from the BBC News. It's uh, an Egypt zoo accused of painting donkey to look like a zebra. Student Mahoum Saran put the images on Facebook after visiting Cairo's International Garden Municipal Park. Aside from its small size and pointy ears, there were also black smudges on its face. The pictures quickly went viral with experts weighing in on the species of the animal. Um, A vet contacted by the local news group ExtraNews.tv said the zebra's snout is black while its stripes are more consistent and parallel. Uh, Mr. Sarhan told Extra News that the enclosure contained two animals and that both had been uh, painted. Uh, When contacted by a local radio station, um, zoo director... 
Mohammed Sultan. That's a pretty. That's a, if you're Middle <laughs> that's Eastern. Say, that's a, that's, that's pretty, a great name. That's very royal. Mohammed Sultan <laughs> insisted the animal was not fake. Um, this is not the first time that a zoo has been accused of trying to fool its audience. So they've done this before. <laughs> well, uh, unable to find a way around the Israeli blockade, a zoo in Gaza painted two donkeys to look like zebras in 2009. And another Gaza zoo put stuffed animals on display in 2012 because of the shortages of animals. <laughs> in 2013, a Chinese zoo... In Henan province, tried to pass off a Tibetan mastiff dog, mastiff dog, as an African lion, and in 2017, a zoo, another zoo in in China, at a place that I will never be able to pronounce correctly, um, disappointed visitors by exhibiting blow up plastic penguins. <laughs> <laughs> blow up yes. plastic penguins is not even an animal. Yes. So this zoo in Egypt. <laughs> Uh, it was a really short article. This zoo in Egypt was painting donkey, painted a donkey to look like a zebra. I mean, I don't know. If, if you're a kid, you're not going to know the difference. And <laughs> what does it matter? But it seems like a budget a little short over in uh, in the Egyptian zoo, which you know, it's kind of crazy. But if you look at the picture. I mean, if you're, I'm not in, I'm not there with it, you know. It's a great picture. Yeah, you'll see it in the show notes or go to our Facebook group. I'm posting said, this right now because okay. that picture is hilarious. Yeah. I love that picture. I mean, the dude, which I didn't know they had <laughs> just, hipsters in Egypt, by the he's way. He's just looking at the camera and he's got this face, this look on his face like, like I, yeah, paid, right. <laughs> I paid eight bucks for this. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're going to a zoo in Egypt anytime soon, you may just want to oh, be aware man. that there may not be uh, correct animals there that you would need, and they got called out for it, and that's just what happens sometimes to all of us. <sighs> well, me personally, I've got one more story, and this is an update on the pooper intendant. Does oh, everybody yeah. remember the pooper intendant? Yes, I do. That was he was going around in the morning and pooping on the school. Track. Yeah, this is the one when we had to fly in the special investigator. Right. You know, <laughs> Agent Dragon. To, yes, that's to, right. To investigate and figure this out. Uh-huh. Okay, superintendent accused of going number two on the track resigns. Okay, and, he resigns. Got to do that before the school year starts back. <laughs> is this uh, Canilworth, New Jersey? Is that right? Yeah, sounds right to me. The school uh, superintendent, or as we we got to call him the pooperintendent, <laughs> accused of repeatedly defecating on another high school's track, has resigned. The Star-Ledger of Newark reports that the school board uh, accepted Thomas Tragamolini's resignation Thursday in an email and voicemail sent out to staff. The board said it became clear that his continued service became, quote, too much of a distraction. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> when too. podcast yeah. out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, we're <laughs> talking we're about talking it. About you. <laughs> News yeah. has gotten out. You think some high schoolers are going to let that die down at their <laughs> old school up no. there? No, not no. at all. Tragamolini is charged with public defecation, lewdness, and littering, and a court hearing is pending. Authorities say that surveillance video caught Tragamolini in late April following an early morning run at Homdale High School. Police said uh, staff members were watching to see who had been leaving human feces on the property. (laughs) His lawyer, Matthew Adams, issued a statement saying that Tragamolini will continue to fight the allegations and that his resignation should not be construed as an acknowledgement of guilt. Wow. Well, I'll say, you know... (laughs) We've probably this is probably the third story that we've done 
on <laughs> separate incidents of people who jog having to poop yeah. and just we had some more this week and I'm like okay well I don't want I don't want the Earth Oddity podcast to become be, the Earth Oddity poop cast right. you know but what I just want to say to all you people who run what what's wrong with y'all man <laughs> I mean not the fact that you run but why are you pooping in the streets I stuff? can understand wanting to you know you're jogging anyway I can understand wanting to get out and see stuff and go places right. but. If this is a problem for you, maybe yeah. you need to just stick to the treadmill. Well, hold off, or you can hop yeah. off and go to the bathroom. Hold off on that morning coffee until after you get back from your run. <laughs> it yeah. dehydrates you anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so. I don't know what your problems are. That's just crazy. <laughs> and if you're the superintendent and you already know there's a problem and people are looking, because that's what was going on. You know, it's like an ongoing problem, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it got brought up to the superintendent. Hey, somebody's crapping on the track out here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> then you stop. You're like, okay, well, they're going to be looking for me. I don't, I don't want to get caught doing this, so <laughs> I'll wait and go in my neighbor's yard while I'm jogging back home or something. Yeah, I don't get it. This just doesn't seem like a smart move. That's not the guy you want running your school. No. Your school system. It says here, neither Adams nor authorities have said why Tragamolini allegedly did what police allege. Well, I would say it's because the field house was locked. <laughs> yeah, you got to go. You got to go. Yeah. Adams also said that Tragamolini plans to sue Homdell police over the mugshot taken after his arrest, claiming they should not have photographed him at police headquarters because the public defecation, lewdness, and litter charges were low-level municipal offenses. Oh, okay. Dude, you do the time. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> or say. you do the crime, yeah. you do the time. That's right. just, that, that's what, that comes along with it. Yes. It's like getting photographed and fingerprinted for a speeding ticket, Adams told the newspaper. I would say no. It's way different. Public defecation is not like getting fingerprinted and photographed for a speeding ticket. Not everybody's, yeah. I mean, everybody (laughs) speeds every now and then, okay? But not everybody's pooping on the (laughs) high school track. He has filed a tort claim notice that lists potential damages of more than a million due to loss of income, harm to his reputation, emotional distress, oh. and invasion of privacy. Well, if I was the school board, I would I would counter that tort claim with another tort claim listing a million dollars of damage and right. feces removal. Well. I mean, I don't know how he's claiming invasion of privacy. Like, if you're pooping in public, then you're pooping in public. Yeah, you know? that's not I, private. I, you don't have any expectation of privacy in public, do you? But maybe there's something else. Not on the happening. track, not on the school track. Yeah, right. You're just right out there in the open. Yeah. I mean, look, if they had put this camera like up in a bathroom stall and recorded yeah. him and put it out there for, and then yes. he would have a claim. But dude, you weren't yeah. in a stall. You were on the track. And how do you not just run underneath the stands? <laughs> you know, yeah. that's where you do it. Yeah, a visitor side, of course. You don't do it. On the home side, that on the visitor side. Yes, it is our position that the photograph that had been widely disseminated was unlawfully taken and maliciously distributed. Adam said, uh, "Homdell officials did not return a call seeking comment." Of course, I would. Uh, I was about to say, dude. I mean, come on. This you were being photographed and yeah. videotaped at all times, well, every moment of the day. At, so that's nobody behave yourself, right? Look. um if I ever get caught for pooping in public, all right, I don't poop in public. <laughs> first of all, say, so you, you're know. very you poop like a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm well. This is beyond what everybody needs to know, but I'm a home base type of guy, right. and if I can't be at home, I'm not. I'll grab some modium, you know. I like I'm, I like being at home. All right, yeah. Uh, so you're not got to worry about me doing this, but if you get caught. 
you know, don't go filing counter lawsuits and stuff. I mean, just have a little shame and be like, you know, look, I, I was doing it and I'm just going to fade away. <laughs> I'm going to change my name. Yeah, move to another I'm part of the country. I'm going to grow a beard. Yeah. And I'm going to move to another yes, part of the country. Right. And I'm going to change my ways. I'm not going to poop in public anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to straighten up. I'm going to keep jogging, yeah. but I'm going to stick to the treadmill yeah. from now on. Or, yeah, yeah, I'll just make sure I'm jogging at a place with a public restroom I can <laughs> go in if I need to go. So <laughs> right. you just don't go, you know, shooting one out your pants leg or however he has to do it. I don't know. I mean, that's just wild. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, you just, you don't, I don't know, man. It's I don't just, know either. This dude's strange. I'd like uh, to see if we could get him on the podcast. You think we could? Well, come and discuss. We can try. Come and we want to hear your we, side of the story. We want to give you yeah. uh, a, a voice. Right. We want to let you. Well, first of all, you were caught red-handed, you know, or whatever red romped. <laughs> you were caught red romped, brown romped. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you know, you don't really have a defense there, but yeah. you know, just tell us what's going through your mind. I would like to get your thought process. Other than, you know, I don't know. It's just weird. Anyways, yeah. I don't want you running my school system there. <laughs> pooper. No. The pooper intended. Yes. Um, next up, this comes from, ooh, I can't even pronounce this website. But uh, it's a burglar who wakes up uh, a couple to ask to use their Wi-Fi network. So <laughs> a 60-something couple in Palo Alto got an unpleasant surprise on Sunday when they woke up in the middle of the night to find a masked intruder in their bedroom. And he said he wanted to use the couple's Wi-Fi network. (laughs) The burglar didn't get the Wi-Fi password he was looking for, however. The man leaped out of bed and confronted the intruder, shoving him down the hallway and out the front door. Dang. Yeah. So he's like, nobody uses my internet. (laughs) Right. But me. (laughs) He then immediately called the police, and the troublemaker was arrested minutes later. No one was injured in the confrontation. Um, Palo Alto police declined to name the 17-year-old suspect because he was a minor, and he was arrested for burglary, which is a felony, by the way, um, as well as a misdemeanor charge of prowling. Um, He was also arrested for providing false information to a police officer, according to police, um, he initially lied about his identity when he was apprehended. Hmm. Um, the intruder had gotten into the house by cutting a screen covering an open window in the side yard. So they Man. probably, I would guess, you know, Palo Alto's probably got pretty pleasant weather. You just leave the windows open at night. <laughs> uh, remarkably, this wasn't the suspect's only legally dubious attempt to get Wi-Fi access that weekend. Uh, just before midnight the previous night, police say the same young man was found prowling around outside another Palo Alto home. Uh, when the house residents came out and confronted him, he asked to use their Wi-Fi network because he was out of data. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. <laughs> they told him to get lost, and he rode away on a bike that turned out to be stolen from their backyard. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, Police were able to recover the bike from the suspect following the second burglary, and he may face an additional charge for stealing the bike. This may be the first time police have ever solved a a stolen bike case. Yes, you're right. No, you don't. Totally right. But, I mean, when your data goes out, it's tough. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's the kind of struggles people are dealing with these days. So he lived – was he a neighbor? Did he live next door? He didn't say, but uh, apparently he's probably just rolling down the street searching for Wi-Fi (laughs) networks. Because my first thought is, I mean, 
like you said, again, when you're out of data, yeah. that's this tough. That can't stinks, check the old you Facebook. <laughs> you can't put upload anything to Instagram. That's right. Yeah. You can't you know watch your favorite channels on YouTube. Yeah. It's it's bad. You can't get your get DMs it. on Twitter from your girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> it's so. bad. Yeah. But there are you know, and I was, I've never been to Palo Alto, but I assume there's places you can go that have public yeah. Wi-Fi. Right, yes. Like the library. Or the mall. Or the mall. Or Captain D's. Yeah, the Starbucks. Because you know? <laughs> yeah. they can't kick you out if you don't buy anything anymore. So just go <laughs> chill out at Starbucks all day long. Yeah. Seems very simple. Make them mad. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> so, I don't know. This kid's probably got more problems than not. But I will say but this. But I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, you know, for him to... To think, and I know he's a teenager. It's true. You know, I was a teenager once. Me too. And I was, I did stupid things. Never broken anyone's home asking for their Wi-Fi password. But no, no, not not asking for their Wi-Fi password because there was no such thing as Wi-Fi. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the point is, I mean, maybe he's thinking he's a neighbor, and he's like, "Man, I don't want to get on this stolen bicycle and pedal all the way down to the mall just to check my Facebook." That's I'll right. Just, Break into these uh, elderly couples' home and, and demand their Wi-Fi password. Well, I just say you're not pulling this move in the South because you'll get shot real, <laughs> oh, yeah. real quick. That's right. <laughs> Somebody standing at the foot of your bed in the middle of the night wakes you up and goes, "I need the Wi-Fi password." Not to mention, are they not just going to change it as soon as they yeah, hand right. it over? You yeah. know, I don't know. Yeah. In the South, if you want somebody's Wi-Fi password. You've got a pretty good chance of getting it if you just yeah. ask them. You just knock on the you door. If, if you're 17 years old and you're like, I'm out of data, can I please, you know, I'm yeah. not, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you've probably got a 50 50 shot yeah, of, right. you know, an elderly couple be, oh, sure. Yeah, that's come fine. In. Come on in and have, bake you some cookies. Yeah, exactly. You know? Right. Yeah. Sit down here at the table. You need to talk to your girlfriend. That's yeah. fine. You know, let's just do Would that. you like a glass yeah. of milk? Uh huh. Let me tell you about Jesus. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what you're going to get down here. And that's what I love about it. But if you break in the house, some 60 year old man is going to double tap you, <laughs> you in the die. chest. Right. Yes. <laughs> you I mean, die. Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> we're, we're a people of extremes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Extremely nice. Yes. But then on the other end, we're extremely <laughs> yes. you know, wrathful. Yes. Uh, you're going to get taken out. You can out. get the grace or you can get the wrath. <laughs> it's up to you. You pick which one you want. That's yes, exactly right. Yeah. So you just, you know, be on your toes down here. Yeah. If you just ask, we'll probably let you, you know, for a limited amount of time. Right. We'll let you forever. But yeah. Which my Wi-Fi password is the original password, like the company set up for me, and it's so complex. I was just like say, letters ours is the same way. Numbers and like question marks and ampersands. Like F nine six equals oh. Y U G semicolon slash <laughs> yeah, exactly. slash. Yes, <laughs> you know, it is like. We have it written down, and I'm like, if we ever lose that paper, and we have to like reset the router or something, or you know, we all have to sign on again, we're dead. You know? That has happened to my dad, by the way, because oh, yeah? you know, my dad. Oh, he's an internet expert. Well, no, he's not. <laughs> he has he has internet access, and he has it plugged into his computer, mm-hmm. and uh, which he don't get on there all that often. He has a wireless router, but he doesn't know the password because all that paperwork that they give you, yeah. Yeah, he. I guess it just all went straight in the trash. He's like, I don't need this. Yeah, he's like, I don't need this twenty-six character password for anything. And so now that he's got, now he's got his smartphone, and his yeah. wife has her tablet, and yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying to show him all this cool stuff you can do. 
And he's like, well, where's my Wi-Fi password? And I'm like, don't know. <laughs> I, don't you know. I have no idea. And you think I, you can call the company if that happens? I, I told I him. That, I can. told him. I said, I said, look, you're going to have. He's with Comcast, so oh, that's, well. that's strike yeah. three. You were block off a 48 hour window. <laughs> I was about to say it's, it's going to be, be a pain. Which what else do you have to do? Right. But I said you're you're going to call call customer service and you're probably going to be on the phone for two hours. Yeah. But eventually you can. They can reset your password or whatever, and then right. you can. And he just hadn't done it, yeah. so which I don't blame him. Yeah, so I, I don't really blame either. him either. If you don't, if you're yeah. just like I'm good, like it is. So <laughs> this we're fine. I mean, Comcast customer service. It, it should be <laughs> called Comcast customer harassment. They, <laughs> they are should change the they name. Are something else. I had Comcast at my business. Yeah, and uh, you know we did everything off of, of you know all our registers were mm-hmm. internet. It had to be on the internet to scan cards and all that. And I promise once a month the internet would go down. And it would only go down like during the middle of lunch and have people lined up wanting to pay with oh, a credit man. card. Oh, most frustrating thing ever. It makes you think they're trying to do it. Yeah. You know? And so then I called and was like, well, look, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to get another service. Let me cancel it. And they're like, oh, no, you got a year contract. And if you want to cancel it, it's going to cost you 5600 bucks. And I was like, good luck getting that money out of me. <laughs> like, like, yeah. I hope you all have fun with this one. And they're like, oh, well, we'll put it on your credit report. And I was like, D- have you seen my credit report? No, <laughs> like, oh, I'm good. That's fine. Put it on there. Yeah. And, no. yet, and yet the credit card offers keep rolling. Yeah, in. <laughs> yeah still getting them. Like, I had to get all kind of stuff. So, yeah. If you I called <laughs> I called uh, one company one time to cancel a credit card that we just got paid off or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, she tried to talk me out of it. Of course. Yeah, you know, this was several years ago, but she were all like, you know, the economy's bad right now and people aren't offering credit card offers like, like they were <laughs> back in whenever when you got it. I, t- I said, lady, I, th- I ripped up four credit card offers and threw them in the trash right before I called yeah, you. Right. I'm not worried about yeah, it. No, I'm good. I'll be good. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, all right, well, whatever. So I ended up just keeping them because I didn't want to. I couldn't pay fifty six hundred bucks, and they weren't <laughs> going to cancel it. You know, right? They got you. Yeah, yeah, they got me. That's it. <laughs> they got me, and that was the most frustrating part. Is they they won. You know? <laughs> yes. There was nothing I could do about it. Okay. Community news. First off, we're going to start out talking about our sponsor, the number one sponsor in the world, Cajun Curl. Oh, yes. Bayou Blended Spices and their Cajun Curl Chip Cutter. Um, you need to check them out on their website, which is CajunCurl.com. Um, it was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. Everybody knows where that is. Oh, yeah. World famous, world famous. Um, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Um, Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, anything else you can think to put it on. You can put it on whatever. It's going to make it better. Um, their spiral potato cutter is uh, out of this world. It's easy to use. It's easy to clean and allow you to make your own chips, potato chips now, using Cajun Curl. So oh, yeah. you cook up your own potato chips. Just, I mean, they're amazing and it's so easy to use. Uh, you can get that on CajunCurl.com. Um, on their website also, they got uh, recipes that go along with all everything they use. You can cook nachos. There's a recipe for nachos up there that's really good. Um, and you'll uh, be able to also locate where they're sold, sold near, nearest to you if you want to go pick it up at the store here locally in Tuscaloosa. It's at Bowels on Skyline Boulevard and South Finest Meat, which is over off of Greensboro Avenue and um, 35th Street. 
or Tenth Avenue. If you're depending on which way you're coming, right? Because it like switches right there at Greensboro Avenue or right before it. Um, and let's see. Uh, if your local grocer doesn't carry world famous Cajun Curl Bayou blended spice, ask them to start stocking it. Um, all of their products are made in the USA. So, like I've said before, mm-hmm. not only do you enjoy the taste of it, but you feel patriotic when you eat, too. Right. So, I mean, it's like the national anthem of foods uh, going mm-hmm. in your mouth. And it's all natural, low salt, and it has a little kick in it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spices. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Trademark, Tiny Sullivan, uh, <laughs> www.cajuncurl.com. Check them out. It's an awesome company, locally owned. Um, locally sourced everything local that people love local so yeah buy local buy if you're not local get on their website order it for you and then take the container to your grocery store and tell them to start stocking it so all right so that's cajun curl we appreciate all their help cajun curl spice making food great (laughs) there you go that's good (laughs) they may not want to be linked to donald (laughs) a lot of controversy (laughs) with donald Hey, I will say the other day, uh, we made some spaghetti. Well, I say made some spaghetti. <laughs> what that really means is we uh, boiled some noodles and then poured some spaghetti sauce in a pot sure. and heated it up right. and tried to add a little spice. I thought that's how they have made, it's made worldwide, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was terrible. You know, I don't know what the problem was. If yeah, the, I guess it was it was a new sauce that we don't usually get, and it just wasn't that great. Yes. I put some Cajun curl on it. Okay, it still, it didn't make, you know, bland spaghetti into great spaghetti, but it did make it good enough to where, you know, I could actually eat it. It was enjoyable. throw it away. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, Did we get any reviews in this week? Well, we didn't get any iTunes reviews in. Oh. But we do have a Facebook review. Oh, yeah. So we're going to read that. This comes from... Uh, Stephen Cash says, uh, I normally don't review pages, but this weird news podcast is great. When I have absolutely nothing better to do, like driving, <laughs> this podcast helps fill the void that road rage might feel otherwise. Again, okay. that's what pod, that's what we're for. That's what podcasting yes. is for. That's Stephen. That's my cousin-in-law I was talking about earlier. They gave us the uh, donkey zebra oh, yeah. story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when he has absolutely <laughs> nothing better to do, he checks us out, which we appreciate. If we can fill that void in everybody's life, I'd be happy. That's so, what we're here to do. Yes. According to Wikipedia, road rage can lead to altercations, assaults, and collisions that result in serious physical injuries or even death. So this podcast is basically saving lives. Thank you for saving lives, John and Tiny. Okay. Well, you're welcome. Yes. And we are very glad that we saved your life, yes, Mr. Right. Cash. Yeah. I mean, he did take a Dremel tool from me one year in Dirty Santa. And, uh, yeah. Hey, that's Dirty Santa, man. Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> Prison I, rules. <laughs> still made me a little mad about it, even though I have my own. I already had one then. I was but, about to yeah. say, had it been stolen three times? <laughs> I No, no. Well, then I would have taken it too, dude. That's the, that's the name well, of the game. Well, you can't immediately steal it back, though, you know? You can't steal it back? Yeah. I don't think that's how we play. Oh, well, yeah, like it, yeah, that makes perfect Everybody's sense. Everybody's real serious about it, and I don't. I mean, I don't care. Really. You got to get... Somebody that you know going after you to, to steal your prize, so yeah. then you can go get it back. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't take it that seriously. <laughs> I mean, really, whatever I get's fine. Truth yeah. be told, I mean, if you want a Dremel tool, I guess you just need to go get you yeah, a Dremel right. tool. <laughs> well, the thing is, is uh, I've learned now that I just buy a crappy 
just crappy present that nobody <laughs> wants. And then whoever gets it, even if whatever I get, I really like and it gets stolen, I'll still laugh at the person who got the crappy <laughs> present I bought. So uh, in the way, in the end, I win either way. So I love that game. Yeah. And, you know, in our group, you know, a lot of times what we do is, you know, because you know, it's, it's Christmas time and, you know, we kind of like the Sunday school class to yeah. donate to charities and, to, you know, give to people who are needy. But we still like the game, so what we'll do is we'll have like a thrift store yeah. version where, you know, you just get something in your house that you don't want anymore. Yeah. Or you go to the thrift store and, you know, spend five bucks on a cookie jar or whatever, right. and then we play it with that. Because yeah. the fun is just in, you know, it's, swapping yeah. and stealing. And right, I agree. Cutting up. Which we did last year with my uh, with my family, my mom's side of the family. We draw names every year, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, you get somebody's name, and you buy them a present, right. which has always been good. It's worked out well for us for the forty one years I've been alive. Mm-hmm. But they did uh, as seen on TV uh, the stuff that <laughs> yes. you had to buy for everybody. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. A lot of people got squatty potties and stuff. I have a flashlight in my car that I got from it. So it was, I bought some kind of. Uh... Oh gosh, what was it? It was this glue that was supposed to like you're supposed to put on rips in clothes. Oh yeah, <laughs> like magically makes it you know come together. Like the, I don't even remember that. You one. don't remember it's that? It's not Flex Seal, right? No, it wasn't. That Flex Seal is totally different. Yeah. This was actually for clothes. Like you rip your pants, and well, that's a bad example because you rip your pants nowadays, and that's like cool. You yeah, know? right, true. But let's say it's your favorite coat or whatever, and you get a rip in it. You take this glue, and it's supposed to like magically bond it, bond together, it back together, like the T one thousand in Terminator. You know? <laughs> Did not work Didn't that work. well. No. Oh man, I feel like if I could get an As Seen on TV product, you know, just come up with something, <laughs> yeah. which I had along with Andrew. It was probably more Andrew's idea than mine. Um, was a glow in the dark toilet seat. Which I thought was a great idea. <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah, right. But then they came up with like the bowl light, which stole all our thunder. But dude, glow in the dark is way better. Bowl cool. light. You, you can put designs that on out it. and stuff. You yeah, know, it's disgusting. If you you could put like script A Alabama's all the way around the ring that that part just glows or whatever. You know, yeah. it's my idea. Trademark, trademark, <laughs> copyright, whatever. Don't Her steal my idea. Arrows, you know, front, back. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you know, someone don't try to like. Yes, if you get up in the middle of the night, you need to go. It's just glowing. Yeah, you know? and, and no one tries to sit on the the toilet like a motorcycle or something. You know. True. Yes. <laughs> but you know, uh, which is really know. fun, by the way. You went out there, you go you went, backwards. <laughs> that's Australian style, by the way. <laughs> you want to swap it up? You know, <laughs> you're going on there Australian style. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Which a whole nother discussion about why we have to lower the toilet seats at all times at my house. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't get. I mean, I don't understand. All right, for and this is nothing against females in general. I do it because it's polite and everything. But um, if you've been sitting on the toilet for your whole life, you know, like you got to sit down to do your business. That's the way it works for females. I, <laughs> right. I assume. I, I don't. I don't go in the bathroom. My wife's in the bathroom. We love each other. We don't love each other that much. I don't want to be in the room when you're doing anything. If you've been sitting on the toilet your whole life, do you not just automatically visually scan before you sit down? Apparently not. I guess not. <laughs> I mean, like, like uh, women are way smarter than men and everything else, but they hadn't figured out, like, all I need to do is just glance before I drop my pants and sit down. I don't get it. I don't get it at all, you know? It just, it's uh, My wife graduated college and, like, Three years, like summa cum laude, whatever the highest one is. You know, she didn't make any bad grades or whatever. Right. You know, like, 
I trust her to raise my children. I trust her to ride in a car with her and everything else. But for some reason, she just can't work out the toilet seat. You know, like, how is that? Hang- Why is that a hang up? It seems like a very simple thing to do. Uh, well, I don't get it. I prefer to pee outside anyway. Well, so. sometimes I just close or I, I lower the seat and then I close the lid too, just to make her have to do some work as well. So when she comes in there, you know. Cause it's like the old saying, you know, like you don't lift it up for us when you're done, you know. A, I'm just saying, well, my boys will just pee all over everything. <laughs> <laughs> not even trying. Yeah, they just roll in, just pee all over the wall, ceiling, floor, toilet seat. Well, you know, I've got a fix for this, and yeah. no one will listen to me. We need urinals in all oh, restrooms. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That yeah. will fix the problem. Yeah, totally, you know? totally. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Which I, I remember when I was in my 20s, I always, you know, talked like I wanted a urinal in my living room <laughs> so that I wouldn't have to, which, I mean, nowadays we, there's DVR and you just pause sure, anyway. right, yeah. But back in those days, my thought was, hey, if I'm watching TV, I don't have to wait up. for a commercial break, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you got like that urine cake, you know, the urinal cake <laughs> smell in your living room when you walk in. <laughs> Yeah, but again, those were those were my days right. as a bachelor. I know well, better now. I was just saying, I'm married and I've been broke and I lower the and raise the toilet seat like a pro. But I'm just saying, if that's still if you're getting caught with it being up, like that's on you. You know, that's nobody's fault but your own. I don't sit down in any chair with at least glancing to make sure I'm not sitting on something or whatever. You know, yeah. I, I you know just. I'm saying, I'm not trying to stir up anything with our female listeners. We love y'all. But how are you getting caught up on that? I mean, you're about to sit down. Just look. Please don't unsubscribe. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) Don't. Don't at all. In fact, get your female friends to subscribe just so they can review us and tell us how dumb we are for this idea of you being responsible for what you're sitting on. But five stars. That's, oh, yeah. that's what you need to rate yeah, it. That, that communicates to us how dumb we are. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> Five stars is the lowest rating you can give us. Yes. Yeah, per international law. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether you get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Acast, Podcast Republic, CastBox, oh, yeah. We thank you so much. That's right. You can email the show. We are earthoddity at planetmail.net. Yep. You can follow us on Instagram. What's that uh, Instagram handle? It's underscore Earth Oddity. And then our Twitter also is at underscore Earth Oddity. You can get in there. Tiny tweets out all stuff yeah. all week long, stuff we don't even cover. You yeah. Know? It's pretty awesome. And you can also join our Facebook group. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can like our podcast page, and then our community group is just Earth Oddity yep. and We've got, you know, lots of people throwing up stories. A lot of times our stories come from that group. That's so right. if you want to maybe... Very active in there this week, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And you know what? I would really like to see this group take on a life of its own. Yeah, right. Where it's not just me and you yeah. talking to each other. <laughs> exactly. We do that enough. <laughs> but maybe, you know, maybe get some other admins and then just we can sit back and enjoy it like That's everybody right. else does. Exactly. All right. Y'all have a good week. Yeah. Put All the right. policy down. Later. The show's over. Why are you still with me?